0: back to the ticket water cooler on 937 the ticket and the ticket
1: We're back here on the ticket water cooler of course once again Dylan Raiola news kind of dominating the airwaves the last couple of days for Nebraska of course he commits to Georgia, uh, unfortunate for Nebraska and see kind of what they do moving forward with that quarterback position. Uh, we can take a little bit of a turn here because I think there's some other interesting notes going on in college football, uh, particularly a little bit of uh, maybe realignment starting back up this time more with the ACC. So there's uh, been reports of now uh, the magnificent seven ACC schools, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. These schools have met in the past several months uh, with lawyers examining the grant of rights deals, which has you know, with, which has tied those schools to their state in their deals with the ACC. Uh, and if there's any way to to break that, because other than, if if that wasn't the case. I think we might have already seen realignment by ACC teams. I mean, yeah, i surprised. Was, there was uh, there was interest there, and and then uh, it just seems like that that has halted. That that ACC deal runs through 2036, so they might have to wait until then. Um, they're still uh, meeting, and today actually, the ACC athletic directors emerged from a four-hour meeting with the commissioner Jim Phillips, uh, and apparently, we're told not to talk to the media. So uh, it looks like. There might be some, some things brewing up there. Okay, so I'm going to look the at ACC.
0: what teams are left out.
1: I've got them right in front of me here. Oh, okay, okay. Duke, Syracuse, Louisville, Wake Forest, Boston College, Pittsburgh, and Georgia Tech would be the teams on the outside. Okay,
0: so you're leaving Duke out of the Magnificent Seven. So you're separating Duke and North Carolina. Yep. And you're separating Clemson and South Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, South Carolina is in the SEC, so.
0: Oh, they are in the SEC. I forgot about that. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Well, you're separating Duke and North Carolina. Um, you're not inviting Syracuse or Pitt, but I guess they were in the Big East for a while. Was Pitt in the Big East? Yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. for a while. Boston College is getting left. That's... Uh, Louisville.
1: I mean, these are all a bunch of I, old Louisville's, Louisville's old new-ish. Big East teams.
0: Lil, yeah, they're, they're old Big East. Well, except for Duke. Yeah. That's a weird one to me, is, is separating Duke and North Carolina, leaving Duke out of the fray. Unless they're just thinking, Yeah, Duke will just go independent if we leave, and then we'll just schedule them.
1: Well, and that, and remember Nebraska, or not Nebraska, the Big Ten I had thought about, you know, when, when there was talks about expansion out of the ACC, North Carolina was one of the teams. And that was kind of the talk then is, man, you'd have to break up North Carolina and Duke. Should have been um, North Carolina State. You know, maybe you you bring both of them. I think North Carolina's got a little bit more going for them there. No, nah, I
0: don't do it. I don't know. Like, there's something about, the, there's something about North Carolina State. I don't know why you like just, the Wolfpack That's just so uh, Big Ten to me. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I just look at the Wolfpack and I just think. That's a Big Ten school.
1: I do think they're underrated for their mascot name. I mean, the Wolfpack is cool. That just yeah. sounds cool. Well,
0: like out of all, Look, out of all the ACC teams, if you're taking Notre Dame, who was just in there for basketball, out, if you look at all of them and you, you have to think who is more Big Ten out of all of them, it's, it's Pitt and North Carolina State.
1: I don't know if you're looking for who's Big Ten. Who's Big Ten? <laughs>
0: Who reminds you of the Big who's Ten? Who's kind
1: of bland and doesn't really exactly. stand out? Pitt Pit and North Carolina. Pitt and North Carolina State. Perfect.
0: Bring in Pat Narduzzi. <laughs> Bring him back.
1: I would love Pat Narduzzi <laughs> back in the Big Ten, uh, but I don't know if I'd make that move. And it's so it's kind of interesting um, because the you know these teams, the Magnificent Seven, are they as a group are they all going to move to the SEC? Um, oh. you know, and, and there's the ACC leftovers there. What do
0: they? Oh, that is weird. Yeah,
1: it's it's very strange. There's not a whole lot of insight on kind of what's going on, except for that those those schools are grouped together and, and still kind of thinking about, you know, college football expansion. Mm-hmm. I will be sad again because the, all these, these moves are made for college football, not necessarily it's college no basketball. Other, it's no other sport. And so, you know, at it looks – Somewhat inevitable, maybe at some point uh, that North Carolina and Duke uh, yeah. will be split up, which is just you know it'll 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 make you wish for your younger days, of course, and, <laughs> and maybe at least enjoy them while you still have them here with Duke North Carolina. Uh, also, in expansion talk, um, Pac-12 still considering South Sa- Sa- San Diego State, excuse me, and maybe SMU. They're it. still considering them. Yes. Okay. Good still for them. Still kind of out there. So good. Uh, uh, good for them. We'll <laughs> see if there's any movement in with expansion uh, in this off season. But it seems like it's not going to die down. And once it gets going again, uh, you'll usually see it going. Which, by the way, I I went to uh, a, a. I was actually at a Goodwill the other day, and I saw a poster. Of the Legends and Leaders division mm. is like mapped out. You should have got it. I should have. It was like twenty five bucks, and it mapped out like the distance. I it, need you to tell it, me it was which. Cool. I,
0: I can't have you say it on air because somebody will take it from me. Yeah. Which big, well, you <laughs> can Tell me off air which Goodwill it was. I'm at. a big
1: Legends and Leaders guy myself. It was a good time, and it was my college years, so I really thought about getting it. But I'm Legends seven, I'm and Leaders was something. a good time because yeah, Nebraska went
0: to the comp, went to the Big Ten title game. That's
1: right, and it was the. I mean, you have to remember. The Legends and Leaders came up only because Nebraska joined the Big 10. Mm-hmm. There was no Rutgers, there was no Maryland. It was nope. just okay, we got to go divisions here.
0: We got Nebraska, so let's whip it up.
1: Yeah. Speaking of divisions, by the way, the Big Ten uh, officials are meeting. We know that this is very likely the last year uh, for the Big Ten West, as as the USC and UCLA will join. Rip. Any any hope of that seems any any hope of divisions, which I I do love the Big Ten West, uh, seems to be put to the side. Uh, according to reports from the Athletic, they are down to about three options here, and they're meeting today and yesterday at Big Ten headquarters. The athletic directors and league officials uh, to, to try to get I- any sort of uh, uh, he liked
0: that. I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> sounds cool. We're at Big Ten headquarters. Like, oh, you sound so cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That—that's when you know you're having a meeting. Yeah. Uh, but they so they're moving. They're 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 kind of juggling around these ideas. We don't know if they'll come to a conclusion anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, the final three formats that they're kind of thinking is protect three. So you have three protected rivalries. Play everybody else on mm-hmm. a rotating basis. Protect two. Same situation, mm-hmm. obviously. I don't think it makes you know. I'd explain that one out. Mm-hmm. Or with, I think I like this one the best: a flex schedule format where each team has one, two, or three protected rivalries, uh, and everybody plays on a rotated basis. So it's a bit of a, a, a nightmare scheduling wise, but it actually, you would think, but it actually, gives you a little bit more flexibility if you don't have to force. Rivalries that aren't there, right? So if mm-hmm. if Nebraska doesn't have three rivals that you think, well, you got to play them every year. Instead of instead of you know forcing, you just give them Wisconsin, give them give them Iowa. Iowa, Michigan. You can keep them; they can keep Michigan State, Ohio State, and uh, Minnesota, or whoever else they want. You know, they can have their three. Nebraska can have their two. Wisconsin.
0: Well, there's so many. The prop there's so many damn trophy games in the Big yes. Ten. Yes. Like that's what throws it, it for like a loop. Six of them. Yeah, that's what throws it for a loop because so you have all these trophy games, but not all of them are. Rivalry games. Like you, you yeah, it's a trophy game and you could like, oh you know, we want to win the trophy. It's a rival it's not a rivalry game. Yeah. Like you don't actually hate each other. You just want to win the trophy. That's really all it is. <laughs> like you think I think Michigan and Wisconsin have a trophy. They don't hate each other. Yeah, no. there's no disdain there. Yeah. They they hate each other just for the fact that they have to play each other. But there's no like there's no Michigan, Michigan State. There's no, no. Ohio State, Michigan. There's no hatred there. It's just like, oh yeah, we win the trophy. Hooray.
1: What, what would you feel about that flex format? Do you think that – would, would it be confusing, or would you kind of like the idea of not forcing a third, basically? Because I don't know who the third is. I mean, Minnesota – you know, both of us like the $5 bits of broken chair trophy. I love it so but much. But Minnesota is another one of those teams that has, like, a 1,000 uh, trophy games. Yeah, I
0: feel like that one has grown slightly. I don't – well, it's grown slightly within the Nebraska fan base. I don't know how Minnesota feels about yeah. Nebraska. Because the thing is, you can have – you can believe you have a rivalry on one side, but on the other side, they're just like, yeah, we like playing, you. Yeah, like it's it's whatever. Well,
1: P.J. Fleck and, and Coach Frost didn't they didn't like each other. Along. That was it so was a helped. rivalry with them. It did help, but now
0: with Rule and, and P.J. Fleck and I look, this may rub people the wrong way. They kind of remind me of each other. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Sloganeering it has been long living at Minnesota, they, and it's uh, here at Nebraska. They kind
0: of remind me of each other a little yeah. bit. Uh, I don't think that's going to, to blossom into a rivalry on the at least between the coaches, um, between the fan bases. I think it's slowly getting there. Players, I don't really think they care. Um, in terms of rivalries with players, it, it would definitely be um, Iowa, Wisconsin for Nebraska. I think those yeah. are the two.
1: Though Wisconsin,
0: although Wisconsin is slowly fading because Nebraska done. just hasn't beaten them. <laughs> right? Like you need to you need to beat them, and I think the the win against Iowa, the fact that it was in Iowa City, I think that really helped to like respark the rivalry. Yeah. Nebraska needs to beat Wisconsin to respark anything maybe just like get like a baby spark or something going between in that rivalry because right now it's just wisconsin like oh we get to know a free win against nebraska cool you know we're gonna have another 300 yard rusher yeah let's go right ahead
1: or just in some way. Remember last year's game, Nebraska. There's no way they should have lost that game. Mm-hmm. They're up like two possessions the whole game, and then just lose it at the end. It, there's just there's it. It seems to be some sort of curse or something. But I remember, like, remember like the 2014 era, and, and this would have been when Nebraska was like good and competing yeah. for the division. Like that was hot. That was like Corey Clement was calling Nebraska a flip phone. I mean, yep. there was just a lot. Was like, like you still
0: weren't beating them, but it was like.
1: Yeah, you were there and you weren't you weren't beaten down by the rivalry. It wasn't like nine straight losses. It was like three. Nah. They're embarrassing. You need to get the payback. On like, them. We can get it. Yeah. And you and you believed you did. And, and like, I don't know. And, and I maybe I'm wrong. It's just kind of how you feel with the fan base, too. I just feel like that rubber has lost a lot of heat. Um You gotta win. You gotta win one. You gotta win Nebraska. Iowa won. Like their their streak against Nebraska helped the rival because Mm -hmm. they are at a traditional disadvantage to Nebraska. Nebraska fans were gonna look down on them as long as Nebraska would beat them routinely, Mm -hmm. um, or even you know on and off. Like that rivalry. As as much as as much as I would have rather have it not happened, mm-hmm. needed I would have gone a long winning streak.
0: I, I think that the rivalry with with Wisconsin is not as strong one because of the like it should be strong for some of these reasons, but it's not. Is the Barry Alvarez ties and the fact that he yeah. took everything that he learned at Nebraska and he went to Wisconsin and used all of it there, like that should strengthen the rivalry. But at the same time, people are like, look. I like what Wisconsin does. It reminds me of the good old days with Nebraska, yeah. and like that's, that's part of the problem. Um, but now with, uh, with a new head coach who is completely off of the Barry Alvarez tree, we'll see where Wisconsin goes, and if they if they continue to run the ball down everybody's throats like they usually do, uh, and if Nebraska fans can, uh, can see themselves in, in Wisconsin's shoes anymore.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Minnesota's kind of the new Wisconsin.
0: A uh, little bit. The way I don't Jerry know if do they're going to be that way now without Mo Ibrahim, though.
1: Yeah, I think they will. They've got really a really good uh uh commit or not commit transfer out of the portal at running back. Um, but they are. I mean, they've 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 kind of had their identity. I can't remember if he called it. Uh, I think it was uh, P.J. Fleck was calling him the Core Four guys that stayed like six years. Mo Ibrahim among those guys. Goodness gracious. Um, they still have one of the best tight ends, uh, probably the best tight end in the Big Ten. Um, and and and. Oh, know. I'm sorry.
0: Have you seen Thomas Fedoni?
1: <laughs> I've heard. I've heard a little bit about Thomas Fedoni. <laughs> I'm talking about actual. Uh, you oh, you mean field. on the field? Yeah, got on it, the field, it, stats and stuff. Uh, but uh, he looks
0: like he should be the best tight end in the Big Ten. Now we just need to see it.
1: He could be, but that Minnesota and I. am trying to. I am blanking on his name. It's like Bryce Ford or something. I can't remember his name. Something simple. Um, but yeah. Uh, He's like, he looks like it too. He's like 6'8". <laughs> I mean, Minnesota seems like somehow just finds, I don't know what they're feeding those people up there in Minnesota, but there's like... Gophers. Six, they're eating <laughs> gophers. Gopher meat. Uh, so they're like, oh, there's like so a lot of 6'8 guys coming out of the woods up there. So uh, they use them at tight end, and obviously, on the offensive line. That's why I kind of think of them as the new Wisconsin, as Wisconsin shifts and tries to modernize Let's see this their tight. offense. Okay.
0: tight end. Um.
1: Bryce Evans Ford or something like that brevin's
0: brevin brevin spanford spanford you're close with yes. the four <laughs> i just like put three oh, names he together big, he is a big boy Six He's seven two seventy. yeah oh they have hold on this tight end room is pretty big
1: i know that's what i'm telling you
0: six foot five six four six three six 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 five six seven six five
1: it's a lot of tight ends too
0: all over there how heavy do you think their lightest tight end is it's the six five guy, not the six three guy. Surprisingly,
1: they don't do a two twenty five tight end, do they?
0: No, they do not. No,
1: two <laughs> forty.
0: Two thirty five. Yeah, that's their that's, that's light their tight lightest end. tight end. Six yeah. five two thirty five.
1: He's not gonna play. He needs to put on. And he their heaviest Gophers.
0: their heaviest is 6'5", 270 and six seven two seventy. Those are big boys.
1: Those are big boys. <laughs> Gosh, that's why. I, you know, again, you can say what you want about uh, PJ Fleck. I just, uh, I like watching that style of football. Myself. They
0: only have five wide receivers on this. <laughs> nope, nope. There was a there's a gap. Okay, cool. Oh, there was a.
1: All their wide receivers are actually tight ends. Yeah, I was like, there was a there's,
0: a. there's a. There's a nice little credit card thing splitting the splitting the roster. Oh, I was yeah. like, wait a minute, this is wrong.
1: That would be cool if a Big Ten team is just like, we're not going to have wide receivers. We're going to label them all tight ends. We've got tight ends and running backs. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody split out wide. Uh, I like it. I could see that in the future. You would would love that. I do, yeah. Just think, you know, it's awesome. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, No Nick Sander today, so no crossover, but we'll talk more. Uh, How about this? Bo Jackson undergoing uh, procedure for hiccups. He's been suffering for over a year. <laughs> That's a lot what of hiccups. Mean, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about that and some more uh, sports news coming up next year on ninety ticket.